everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, and Sandy. Come see us, 10905 South Automall Drive. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, the general manager of the Utah Jazz, Justin Zanuck, with us on The Big Show. Hi, Justin. How are you? I'm good, Jake. How are you guys? Hey, we are doing terrifically well. Uh, one day after the trade deadline, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Tell us kind of what that process was like for you this year. So we've been, I've been here a few years, and the process is, you know, always the same with us is be available and uh, look at whatever else comes with the market, as you, as you guys are well aware that any transactions involves another party and, um, you know, we were involved earlier in the season. Most of the NBA is a deadline league, um, with having a specific date for the trade deadline. But, you know, we kind of made our big move, you know, almost two months ago with acquiring Jordan Clarkson and wanted to use that opportunity to get him in here early. So we had the benefit of integrating him into the team and more games to, effect and have an impact for us, uh, which has gone very well. Um, and up until the deadline, if there was anything that we thought that could improve our roster um, and made sense for us short-term and long-term, then we would be available to do it. But through those conversations, there were just nothing that made sense. Um, the Millers have always given us uh, great support of any moves that we want to make to improve the team, but uh, just didn't seem like there was anything that really made sense for us at this time above and beyond what we did with Jordan. Yeah. Do you have a system in place? Uh, Do you, I guess uh, the way to ask it is, do you pre-think various possibilities so that if they do become available, you, you, you don't have to scramble to think about it. Absolutely. That goes with, Anything that, you know, we do, whether it's free agency, it's the draft, um, you know, our pro personnel department led by Bart Taylor, our our uh, college scouting department with Walt Perrin. Uh, it's a constant flow in the front office of information for us and trying to determine markets if it's free agency or trades, uh, other teams' needs, uh, studying other teams and how their seasons are going, constant conversations, uh really even when you don't need anything or want to talk about a specific thing, but um, the relationships that you have with the other heads of NBA teams and then all on down, all of those bits of information that we're getting allows us to be prepared. So inevitably, as you've said, Gordon, in a, in a trade deadline, you know, there's something that another team may not operate the way we do. Um, and they think of something last minute. Now, whether we've actually thought about that specific iteration um, we're ready to have a quick response um, rather than sitting there and like, oh, I didn't think of that. We we try to study the league every single minute and every single day. Justin Zanuck, general manager of the Jazz with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And Justin, uh, your team has uh, dropped five in a row now. And of course, fans uh, and media alike can sometimes ride the roller coaster a little bit. When you're general manager and your job is to keep your eye on the long term as well as the short term, how do you react from short term struggles like a five game losing streak? 
So as you guys know, losing isn't very fun. Um, there are tough stretches during every season, um, sort of the ebb and flow of the NBA. And we've obviously this year already experienced some, both the highs and lows through these first 50 games, winning 19-21 and now losing five straight. Um, you never want to re- overreact or react um, prematurely. It's all pieces, again, of data points coming in, results, how we play, um, what's needed, uh, all go into that. So, you know, while it's never fun to, you know, not play well or be on the wrong side of a, a result, you also have to keep in mind of, of uh, what's good for the team. And, and as Quinn has echoed, you know, the results get to show us in the mirror of what we need to do. And there are times that we have played very, very well this year. And there are times we haven't played very well, uh, including this stretch. And uh, But the character of our group, I think, will help us get us through this tough stretch. Um, we need to play with more force and precision. Our guys know that. And we'll continue to work towards that as we've integrated, you know, pieces back into the lineup, uh, new additions with Jordan, um, you know, some schedule things and just being able to play the way other teams are playing us. And it's a constant adjustment throughout the season. So we'll get through it and um, we'll see. The other good thing about the NBA is usually you don't have to wait more than a couple days to play again. So I'm happy that we get a home game with our great fans tonight. It's interesting to me, Justin, that in some cases, I'm sure you consider all this stuff. You don't just look at how talented a player is. You look at the fit, right? And you look at how it's all going to come together. And you make a deal for Jordan Clarkson, and it seems as though he had an immediate impact where he helped your team right off the bat. And then you have cases like Mike Conley where it takes more time for it to be uh, incorporated. Uh, is that something that you give a lot of thought to? And, or maybe does that cause you some heartburn sometimes? Well, I mean, none of our games are played on Stratomatic or on paper. You know, you can assemble you know, what you think is fit, what you think is talent but you're dealing with a human element of anything. And sometimes, you know, we, I think that we always strive to have great process and um, make the decisions with, you know, great support, as I've told you from our ownership group and from our coaching staff, and then you've got to put it together and then you've got a season and you've got other things that you can't control, like how another team plays. We can work on what the things that we need to be better at and focus on that. Like I said before, the, the character of the group and that integration, um, it take, it's taken time. Um, but these guys care about each other. They, they care about the results. They care about um, they want to compete. They want to win. Um, and sometimes, you know, you get into parts of the season where winning gets difficult. And it's, it's always hard to win in the NBA. And you get through these stretches. And, you know, our team has responded time and time again. Uh, since Q has been here, and I have no doubt that that will be the you know the result going forward. What was your and reaction? Then we'll find out from then we'll find out from those results you know where we kind of stand in in the ranks of the NBA. And that's kind of what you did last off season, right? I mean, after you saw what happened in the playoffs, it seems like I remember Dennis. Maybe you said it too, Justin. That uh, that y- y- your lesson was that you needed to make some adjustments. Sure, I, I you know. The league is constantly changing. Gordon, you've covered the NBA and the Jazz for a long time, and um, whether it's style of play, salary cap explosion, 
player movement, new rules, um, how coaches and players interact, off-season training, all of these different elements are constantly changing, no constants in the NBA. So, you know, even with just roster construction, um, results to tell you within that specific season or a couple seasons what happens and that change is needed and you and you know it's going to be a different season every year with new players and new opponents and new styles of play and just being constantly try to be proactive enough to to be able to prepare for that but again we're dealing with the human element and competition and nightly results that over a course of a season will tell us where we stack up. Jazz General Manager Justin Zanuck with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And Justin, two of your, of your guys are going to Chicago to play in the All-Star game with Rudy and Donovan. On top of, uh, you know, acknowledgement uh, of their great play, does it does it mean something extra for maybe a small market to get the recognition? Uh, if you win, you'll get that you'll get that love. That's the bottom line. I think, you know, winning and, and producing and Donovan and Rudy have been so great with their, their teammates as well and acknowledging them and the coaching staff of helping them get to, to be recognized by the NBA and being able to be first time participants in the All-Star game. Obviously, we're thrilled for them as an organization, as individual people and what they mean to our team and, uh, teammates' comments have reflected that as well. So it's always nice to have recognition when it's deserved, um, which I do think both of them are very deserving and also a reflection on team results. And we need to keep, you know, pushing in that direction. But obviously we're, we're thrilled that Donovan and Rudy are going to get their first all-star nods this year. Justin, this is more a comment than it is a question. And I don't even know if I expect you to, uh, to, 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 to comment on my comment, but it seems to me that you guys have given this team everything, just about everything it can ask for. The support is there. You know, you saw a need for, for Jordan Clarkson, and so you go out and get him. You made the moves you made in the offseason. Uh, I think Quinn Snyder is one of the most terrific coaches around. Uh, the ownership, uh, the support from the front office, everything is there. And at some point, it seems like it's up to the players to go out and and toughen up and bust their humps out there on the court. Am I being too rough on the players, or uh, is is there some truth to what I'm thinking? Look, we all, Gordon. I, I guess I'll I'll say this: that we're all um, responsible and committed as a group. And as you said, you're absolutely right. We've, we've got great support from ownership and. Um, a committed front office and a certainly committed coaching staff and excellent teachers and mentors. And I think a great group of players that have great character, but with every group, they've got to learn each other, which they are and have, and they do care and want to come out and compete. Um, I think, you know, the results again will tell us, you know, where we kind of stack up. Um, you can, play really hard and not have the result you want. You can play really well, not have the result you want. You can play really bad or not have a kind of effort, but things that overcome and, and get a result that you like. Um, but it's more of the processes that, that lead to that, how we're playing, what we're doing, how we're getting better, um, continuing to focus on the things that help us have helped us win in the past. 
you know, sometimes stretches like this are good reminders for everyone, but um, I think, again, the character of the group, they do care about that and are committed to it, and we just kind of keep pushing in that that direction. And as far as your comments of whether you're being harsh or not, that's your opinion, Gordon. I, I respect it, and <laughs> you absolutely have every right to say whatever you want to say, but I would I would say that we're, we're committed as a group and, and responsible, all of us, on a group for uh, how we perform. I find it fascinating, Justin, the whole idea of putting talent together, but also measuring, like you, you used the word character there about three different times, how important that is to match all that up and to bring it together. And I think character, some people say talent solves everything. I think character is huge so that when you do suffer through a five-game losing streak, what does it mean to the fellows that you have in the locker room? What does it mean? How well, how well will they listen to what the coaches tell them to do to bump themselves out of it in the course of a long regular season? It's really up to them at some point. And if they don't have character, then that's not a good recipe. Yeah, certainly, you know, it's a talented group. Um, but in addition, they care. And they care about their coaches, their staff, their people that work with them, um, they care about each other and so you know caring is not just is is not enough they have that in spades and it also gives us a great chance to be able to respond when when we have adversity it's translating that into you know playing with more force and precision and uh executing game plans and playing at a high level and you're not going to always have that in the course of an 82 games season but you always do have opportunities to respond uh opportunities to compete and they embrace that. And uh, like I said, we have another opportunity to compete tonight. Justin, uh, before we let you go, I, I think I've asked you something similar in the past. But, uh, of course, you are a, a trend setter. Your background is in uh, player agent role. And then, of course, you've come on with the Jazz and and uh, now the general manager. But uh, the Knicks just hired Leon Rose as their new president of basketball operations. He has a, a similar background. Everybody's copying you, Justin. And I guess my question is, uh, what does having that background as a player agent, uh, how does that help you as the general manager and why are other clubs looking to kind of get on that trend? The Lakers, too. Lakers, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about a very good one in Bob Myers and Golden State as well. Oh, yeah. He's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not bad. Not bad. They've had a good run. Um, <laughs> look, there's there's any time it's almost – I've actually used this analogy, and Dennis has, Dennis has actually used this much more than I have from uh, – a different subject that we were speaking about, you know, the difference between college basketball and the NBA is sometimes it, it, it's the same sport, but a different game. But I think there are all things that you can draw from. So being a former agent and the relationships that you have to have, the knowledge you have of entire markets, because you're dealing with all 30 teams uh, on a daily basis, um, insight to players' mindset, um, contacts, and then, you know, in the case of, of a lot of these guys that have come on and they've managed groups, so a corporate setting, but a different one. So it's the same sport, but it is an it is an entirely different game. Um, you're dealing with um, drafting and picking players, uh, managing uh, such a huge staff, m- much more than most agencies. And even though you know, with Leon, he's coming from CAA, which is a huge group. They're also scattered over many different offices across the world. Um, so there are, there are some things and basis of, of 
intimate knowledge of the NBA that that Leon especially brings if, if they end up hiring him in New York. Um, and then there's always things when you kind of switch sides of things to learn and get integrated with. You know, I was very, very fortunate to have, you know, as, as I've said before, to have not only the support of the Millers, but great mentorship um, from Kevin O'Connor and Dennis Lindsay to to learn about the things that I don't have and didn't have as deep knowledge of and uh, then also bring certain skill sets and knowledge that, that could benefit the Jazz. Justin, one of the things that I, I really enjoy is different approaches within the game. I mean, there seems to be sometimes some copycat and it goes on. People saying, okay, that's really when the Warriors are winning and everything. I was going, okay, let's compile a team like that. But I like kind of different ideas. I don't know whether it works or not, but what, what the Rockets are doing right now with this shorter lineup, I watched the game last night against the Lakers, and as long as they shoot the ball well, they're going to be terrific. I don't know if you can do that consistently, and I'm not asking you necessarily to comment on what another franchise is doing, but did you find that interesting? You know, Mike D'Antoni and, and the guys in Houston have always been – Mike's been a very, I don't know him well personally, uh, respect him from afar, but he's always been one to, to find things that work for the different teams that, and personnel that make sense, again, with the changing league. And so they felt that if that's in their best interest to have them with the personnel that they have to give them the best chance to win, uh, short-term, medium-term, long-term. That's, that's what they're going with. It is interesting. You know, you had... Don Nelson back in the day who would who would uh, mess around with small ball lineups and Mike's a very different coach than, than Don but there are elements here of using the personnel that they have and, and trying to maximize it and this is the way they felt they've done I, I think you'll see it continue uh, you've seen it in maybe not this particular trend continue but you'll see just the game continues to evolve and sometimes that's over a period of four or five years and the explosion of three-point shooting or it's going to be personnel and matchup based or as rules change um, you know back with when you used to have to you know the illegal defenses that have gone away and now more teams are experimenting more with zone defenses and there's a few that think that they've gotten quite good at so are those trends lasting or are those trends um you know, here to stay. Time time will tell, and it also goes with the type of personnel that's coming into the NBA these days as well. Justin, as always, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very, very much for a few minutes. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, good luck to us tonight, and I uh, really appreciate you guys having us, and uh, appreciate the support. Take care. Thanks, Justin. Justin Zanuck, general manager of the Utah Jazz. 